Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I've been watching this show on Netflix called The Motive. It is a documentary about a 14-year-old boy who claims that a monster told him to kill his family. There are so many different parts to this case, and I definitely have my own opinions. The really interesting thing about this case is that the 14-year-old boy is completely sane. He is smart, careful, and he did not appear aggressive in any manner. He didn't even have a gruesome past to spark a motive. So even the psychologists were stumped at why he killed his family. I'm not going to go into it too much in case you want to watch it, but it's pretty good. I'm also running out of things to watch, so if you have a few seconds, let me know some good documentaries and or scary movies to watch. Let's keep it moving. I have an interesting story this week, and it's a little different than what we are used to. I actually wasn't sure what kundalini is or even how to pronounce it, so I had to look it up. In short, kundalini is a form of energy located at the base of the spine. When you get into this space, you have successfully awakened your spiritual energy. Thanks, Google, for that bit. <laughs> if you have more information about this, I would love to learn more since I don't know too much about it. Um, and the author does a pretty good job at explaining this too. And so with that said, let's get started with this week's story. Please enjoy. I used to live in Stockton, California. I lived there with my parents and two younger sisters. We moved to Stockton from St. Paul, Minnesota. We had a lot of relatives in California, so it wasn't like we did not know anyone. Even though we had a lot of relatives, they were all over the place. It would take an hour to a few hours to get to Sacramento, Merced, and Fresno from where we lived. I started experimenting with cannabis. I've had it before, but now that I'm in the West Coast, it was available everywhere and in different forms. It was fun smoking socially once in a while with family and friends, but I always felt that it was such a waste of time. I preferred using it recreationally and relaxing by myself, which was gaming, music, learning about the world, and myself. My goal in life at the time was to travel as much as I could and to see the world for what it was. What fascinated me during that time was the human conscience, religion, and the universe. During this time, Buddhism was something I was interested in. I wasn't thinking of converting my atheist views or anything. It was more of taking in the wisdom of a different religion that had beneficial values in my personal growth. I wanted to try out meditation. I didn't do too much research on meditation. I only glanced here and there online. What I did read on was to focus and not to let your mind wander, how to position yourself, and how to keep moving forward. Most people who meditate have teachers that teaches them through yogic practices. There were some articles and blogs I found about experiencing euphoria similar to being high. That was interesting. Of course, when I meditated, I made sure I was sober. I was alone in my house. It was 11 p.m. My family went to visit some relatives a few hours away and decided to sleep over. 
I could hear sirens far off in the distance and the faint noise of wind blowing outside of my bedroom window. I have this lamp that I bought from San Francisco's Chinatown. It had this orange thread encased all over and created this soft orange glow, which gave my room a soft lighting. Not too bright, but not too dark. My 55-inch TV was connected to my computer as a monitor. My background on the computer was an abstract wallpaper giving off the colors purple, orange, and red. With that orange lamp and the wallpaper, the whole room had this radiance of soft orange purple. As I sat on the floor with my MacBook opened and headphones on, I turned on some epic score music. My phone timer was on, my legs were crossed, my right leg laid on the floor, and my left foot on top of my right knee. Both my hands were situated on my knees, and my back was straight. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath, starting my journey into the mind. I let the music consume me through a roller coaster of sounds. With my eyes closed, all I could see was pitch black. I imagined that there was a road in front of me. That was the direction I had to mentally walk through. My back gradually felt heavy. My neck slowly slouched forward with my back. My fingers started to numb. There was a constant tangling coming from my legs. My left leg was starting to put pressure on my right leg. My back and shoulders started itching. The sound of my heartbeat and my breathing were getting louder. I started feeling every part of my body. I really wanted to open my eyes, stretch, and scratch my whole body. My mind was wandering off on top of all of this. It was like when you drive and your mind starts to wander. You're still driving unconsciously and keeping your eyes on the road while paying attention to the speed of your car, but your mind is off on its own tangent. Sometimes when you come out of that thought, you then realize you're almost home or somewhere familiar. For this experience while meditating, I was able to track every thought wandering around. One thought was focused on the sensations of my body, another was trying to bring myself back to the road that I had envisioned. The last one was focused on visual spirals in front of me. It became an overload of senses. Back on the road in front of me, I could see colors within the pitch black abyss. They reminded me of those screensavers on your computer where the spiral of colors started to float around. They're not bouncing from place to place. They're spiraling slowly counterclockwise or clockwise. There's only one spiral of color at a time. It's situated right in front of the middle of your eyes. If you close your eyes and clench your fist in front of your eyes, you can see the fist in that darkness. It's similar to the size of your fist, from blue to green to gold and to red. The colors kept changing back and forth. I now know that these are known as chakras. The Sanskrit word chakra means wheel or disc. There are seven colors of chakra. 
Of course, there's too much information on what chakra point does. If you want to know more, you could obviously research that online yourself. My body felt sluggish and heavy. It felt like any small movement would wake me up. I had to keep moving forward in my mind while slowly moving my posture up physically so that I'm not slouching over. If I move too fast, it will be like when you're half asleep and you jerk your body awake. There were uneasy feelings all over my body. At this point, you're in some kind of trance. You're still in reality, but you're in some state of mind that's different. It's like you're crossing over to this mystical zone. I wasn't trying to wake myself up from this experience. I tried hard physically in reality and mentally in the dream. I'm not sure how long time has passed now. The music was still on, but all I could focus on was my thoughts and what was in front of me. I started seeing an indigo blue spiral. According to yogic practices, the indigo chakra is the third eye. Healing or opening this chakra would cause great things, such as opening up your spirituality. This is where it got weird. The colors disappeared. Everything was quiet. It was like I was in the middle of the abyss. No thoughts or sound could be heard. Not even the music. It was a good two or three seconds of silence and pitch black. I couldn't even hear my breathing or my heartbeat. Then the visions changed. It wasn't pitch black anymore. With meditation, I was able to cross over into something spiritual that I couldn't quite explain unless you've reached it yourself. I've never experienced anything like this before. This is comparable to the dreamlike state, sleep paralysis. You know those old TV back in the days when you changed a channel and if it wasn't connected to an antenna or VCR, it would be static black, white, and gray all over the place? Well, the sound from the TV speakers was giving off those static sounds. The two times that I've had sleep paralysis, I've heard these static sounds. Well, at this point, my vision from my mind started to have color. It slowly went from pitch black to some static showing up all over the place, and then everything turned white. I am now in a world that's all white. I felt like I was in a movie. You can't see anything on the horizon either. From black to white, as I was looking around in this dreamlike state, I came upon this dark head facing away from me. It popped out of nowhere. This entity had no body. It was like a floating head. It wasn't far away. It felt like it was just a foot away from me, and the same height as me. I could feel my body breathing unconsciously. I knew I wasn't sleeping or spirited away. I was here. Everything felt like it was reality, except this wasn't my room. Usually when you have sleep paralysis, your state of consciousness shows your point of view from where you are sleeping. If you are on your bed when sleep paralysis happens, then you will see everything from your point of view when you are lying down. If you are at a different location when you get sleep paralysis, then you see just that location. 
The face popped up out of nowhere and now my focus was on it. Eyes wide open as I was forced to stare at the head. It slowly rotates 180 degrees now facing me. As it slowly turned, I could make the features on the face. The static sound got louder. It had no hair, a white face with a black outline around its whole head, and it had a very long, menacing smile. The eyes were big and felt like it pierced straight into my soul when we made eye contact. When I saw the face fully facing me, I got scared. I have no clue what I got myself into. Was this reality or just a dream? My mind started racing. I was in panic mode. My heart was running. The next thing I knew, my mind's eye looked down. There I saw my crossed legs, but next to my left shin was a coiled up cobra. Right when I saw the cobra, it instantly climbed up my left leg fast. Usually in our culture, we believe that if you dream of snakes, it means that someone is going to have a child. I haven't done research if other cultures also believe in this same thing. But at the time, I was single. How could I have a child? What else would this creepy face in Cobra represent? Was I dreaming at this point? When it climbed up my leg, I felt the sudden burst of energy. The cobra disappeared as if it became energy. It felt like an explosion from where the energy bursted throughout my whole body. It climbed up my tailbone so fast and bursted through my back, traveling through my spine. As it got to my neck, I felt paralyzed. I went from that vision to reality. I could see my room and the warm lighting I had. My eyes were open and I could feel pain in my neck where the energy got stuck. It was a huge amount of energy that got stuck there. I could feel all the sensations of my body at this point. My legs were numb and heavy, but in pain from the pressure of not moving. My whole body was tingling and in pain all over. My neck paralyzed and tilted to the right. I wasn't sure if I was back in reality or stuck somewhere else. Then I heard a voice. Keep the voice echoed in my head. I'm not sure if it was my own voice or someone else's. It was a very warm voice. It told me to keep moving forward. I imagined the road again. Right when that road came to mind, the huge energy and paralysis at my neck exploded and flew up. I could feel my whole body jerking out of that trance. My neck was not paralyzed and in pain anymore. The energy traveled up to my head. It felt like everything seeped out of my head. Silence. Pitch black. Not even the static energy, the music, my breath, or the surrounding noises could be heard. My eyes were actually closed. I was being thrown back and forth between worlds. My consciousness was like that of the static or energy. One moment I'm here, and the next I'm gone. Black, white, and gray. I would like to assume that when my mind's eye saw all white, that was my crown awakening. The white chakra represents the crown located at the top of your head. All of this happened after that third eye chakra appeared. I didn't imagine the road in the darkness anymore. 
I slowly opened my eyes and I came back to reality. There I saw my MacBook screen and I could finally hear the music playing. The soft lighting in my room felt very warm. My body was still in this uncomfortable position. As I slowly moved and shook every part of my body, the stress and pain built up slowly disappeared. The tingling and itchiness gradually disappeared. I started scratching my whole body to relieve myself of all that pressure. I checked the time, and it had only been 30 to 35 minutes since I started meditating. It felt like an eternity in that trance. I then got up from my crossed-legged position. My legs were now asleep, but I laid on my bed. My whole body felt light. Everything felt so peaceful and soft. Imagine yourself in water, where gravity is just pulling you down slowly as you're sinking further and further into the depths of darkness. I felt like that with my hands and feet floating up above me. The sinking feeling was bliss. I had nothing on my mind except for peace. How can such an experience happen in my first time meditating? And in 30 minutes too. I was so perplexed. I did not want to get up or think much at this point. I felt so peaceful. I forgot who I was, I forgot about the world, and about my worries. I lay there with peace, and my eyes were closed. Everything felt so slow, as if time did not exist. This was such a euphoric feeling. It was as if I was high, but also a different high than cannabis. Now I know why the articles and blogs talked about reaching a feeling of euphoria. Was this enlightenment? All I knew was bliss at this point. I did not want to wake up or move at all. I just wanted to sink deeper and deeper into my bed. When I woke up, it was already the next day. I didn't realize I had fallen asleep. As I got up and started researching my visions through curiosity, I came across this snake and that energy with Hindu and yoga practices. The snake represented Kundalini. Isn't that amazing? Someone with no prior knowledge to Kundalini experiencing it firsthand during their first meditation? Millions of others in the world from the past to present have also experienced visions or similar emotions. Kundalini is the coiled serpent. The energy represents the divine feminine energy located at the base of the spine. When this energy is awakened, it is said that many things change within oneself, whether it is physical, mental, or spiritual. And like I said before, there is way too much information on this. If you're curious about Kundalini, you can always look it up. I'm not sure if everyone will see the serpent or the face. These were just visions of what I saw when this energy was awakened. I couldn't find anything about that sinister face. And until this day, I'm not sure what or who it was. Was it a reflection of myself, of God, some type of entity that lived in a different reality? All I knew was it accompanied the serpent and could have been the manifestation of the serpent. I don't know if awakening this energy was safe. Most people have teachers to guide them along their way during their awakening. Some people may take longer to prepare for it. Some people might spontaneously reach it. I'm not here to tell you to try meditation and to search for this vision. Everyone is different. I have no prior knowledge to any of this. I was fascinated by the human conscience and I tried it. What I have noticed from this experience was that my spirituality changed. I started seeing my dead relatives visit me in my dreams often. 
right before someone passes away or when they pass away, I would get a visit from a relative. I've also looked at life differently now. I meditate once in a while whenever I'm stressed out or right before I sleep. It helps calm my mind and body before I sleep. Anyways, feel free to stick around for the next episode. It's going to be about my grandma who passed away living in hospice. This was our spiritual journey together at the end of her life after I opened my third eye. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.